When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is the Talking Texas Podcast. My name is Daniel. It's your man, Double H. We do the podcast every Tuesday. Remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram. If you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe. It's free. Leave us a five-star review and read it on the show. If you're on Spotify, give us a follow over there. Um, remember, we are on Patreon, so check us out. The links are in the description. I'm choking. I don't know why. Oh, Sorry. Easy, 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 bro. Easy, <laughs> easy, man. I, I ate before I went on air, so it wasn't a smart decision. And what was the last thing? Discord. Tell the people about Discord. That's linked to Patreon, I believe. Yeah, man. Look, man. I mean, if you are on Patreon, get a dis. If you don't have, a, if you don't have a Discord already, get one. Once you do, basically go into Patreon and link your Patreon accounts with the Discord accounts, and you can be able to chat with me and Daniel in an exclusive Patreon Discord chats group, man. So we want to see you guys up in that piece. Cool. You know? All right, so this is going to be a Euro kind of sort of preview, and then we'll hit some topical elements of you know transfers and other stories that have happened in the week. So it's a pan-European Euro, <laughs> meaning it's not in one country. You know, it's not in just Germany. It's not in just England. It's not in just Portugal or someplace like that. Like I don't it, even during a pandemic, they've decided. You know what? Let's have it in. However many cities. So mm. there are going to be games in Baku, which is in Azerbaijan, Munich, Rome, Sevilla, St. Petersburg, Copenhagen, Glasgow, Budapest, Amsterdam, Bucharest. And I believe one of the semifinals is going to be in London and the final as well. Obviously, Wembley Stadium. So there's nothing in Siberia. There were some other countries that turned down. Mm. Um, I think COVID. Maybe. I, or they were rejected. I think there was going to be a game in Cardiff, but they got rejected. And there's maybe some other countries that bid, but weren't accepted. I think this is always interesting, is to look at the teams who aren't in. So are you ready for the list of teams <laughs> that aren't in the tournament? Now, mind you, this is a 24-team tournament. They've they've bumped it up from 16. And I just realized this is our first Euros you know what? Well, once once we get rid of this, we need to discuss the importance of the Euros in like a macro sense. But mm-hmm. these are the teams who didn't make it. Greece, Slovenia, Serbia, Iceland, mm-hmm. Norway, Northern Ireland and Ireland, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Bulgaria. Now, when I was looking up the list of teams that didn't make it, you know what stood out to me? Mm-hmm. And this is just, uh, it, it's an aside, but why is Israel... In Europe. So I had to look this up because I noticed like they had Israel have been in UEFA competition since 1990. Mm-hmm. And the reason is they got kicked out of the Asian <laughs> qualification. So you're like, okay, Israel borders, you know, Syria, Jordan, Lebanon, maybe not borders, but you know, around Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, all of these countries, they're in the Asian league, you know, so they were playing the Asian Cup. But Israel is in Europe. And just an aside, but, you know, basically they were kicked out and UEFA mm. was like, okay, we'll take you. <laughs> Based on, you know, political reason, X political reason, Y. But, um, yeah, that stood out to me. So Israel didn't make it either. But um, the biggest teams that aren't there, Iceland, based on what happened last time. Yeah. Serbia, obviously. No, no, no. I'm and surprised about, about Serbia. Serbia is, is, I think for me, Serbia is the big one. Like Iceland, what well, was the team that punched above their weights? Greece, I think their heyday was all for yeah. for Serbia because that's Milinkovic Savic, that's Matic, that's the the guy from Ajax. I can't remember his name. Oh, Tadic, Tadic, yeah, Tadic, yeah, very good players. So yeah, that, that's oh, a big loss. Norway as well. So that's you know Halland, Odegaard, Odegaard, yeah, they didn't make it. Ireland and Northern Ireland, I'm not quite sure, but. Um, yeah, I yeah, think that's Bos- it's, Bosnia it's, it's, Herzegovina. I only wrote that down no, because I know Jekko. It's it's it's, it's disappointing for Ireland though. They should they should be in it. That's that's because like, that's 
they, they should be good enough to actually qualify. So that's disappointing, man. But Northern Ireland were in the last one, if I remember correctly. Is it? Isn't I... that the Will Griggs on fire? Your defense oh, yeah. is terrifying. <laughs> you remember that? Oh no, but, but Ireland have more pedigree than Northern Ireland. You know, true, so. true, true. Um, the the more I look at the list, the team I'm most disappointed in is Norway. Not disappointed, like oh, you guys didn't make it, but I would have loved to see Haaland and Odegaard in yeah. a big competition because I think their talent deserves it. But we will get to Haaland news at a later date, uh, like in a in a few minutes. Just a few qualification stats that I wrote down: Sterling had eight goals in qualification, Lukaku had seven, Ronaldo Cristiano had eleven goals. A guy called Zahavi, who is Israeli, also had eleven goals in qualification. And Harry Kane was a leading goal scorer with 12. Mm. So Kane and Sterling combined for 20 goals in qualification. Um, and there were five unbeaten teams. So Belgium, Italy, Spain, Ukraine, and Denmark. They didn't lose in qualification. Denmark, I think, was more draws. or I think it was like even. So they had the same amount of wins and draws, but they didn't take a loss. So that's perhaps instructive. But yeah, I look at Belgium, Italy, and Spain... And Ukraine, like, wow, so you guys just, y'all took no L's. So I don't know if that's good or bad. Like, would you rather lose or does it not matter? I'm not sure, but does something I noticed. It doesn't really matter. Like, what's it called? Brazil, where, like, on had a crazy unbeaten run mm. coming into the 2018 World Cup, faced Belgium, and they got touched. So <laughs> my thing is, it doesn't, like, and I think... Which is what I was, I was saying to the Italians I was doing the squad thing with is that because they're very confident based on the long unbeaten run it's they have had under Mancini. But I'm like, non-tournament football and tournament football are two totally different beasts. So hence why people are like, ah, Portugal have not really looked too good in these friendlies. Once the tournament starts, everything changes, everything pops off. So um, I also have the groups written down, obviously. Oh, so... Let's just go A, B, C, D, E, F, G. There is no G. H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. Q, R, S, T. It's hard to stop at F. Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. Now I know my ABCs. Won't you come and be with me? Won't you come and be with me? Is it won't you come? Won't you come and sing with me? <laughs> Look, I always, I always remix the words. When I always remix the time, words. Next time, won't you sing with me? I was remiss now towards I know me. my ABCs. Won't you want to sing with me? <laughs> yeah, but anyway, it's it's hard to stop at F for me. Like A, B, C, D, E, F. Anyway, Group A. Turkey, Italy, Wales, and Switzerland. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, just, just for dramatic effects. For dramatic effects. You know. um, so... But before we started the show, we did some like major storylines. So the major storyline from Group A is obviously going to be the Italians. And Half Hope had a conversation recently, I'm assuming, with some Italian guys. And it seems as if they're confident. Yeah. Um, and did you do you understand why? Um, I think they feel that they're under better tutelage with Mancini. Um, I think the 4-3-3 that they're now adopting seems to work under Mancini as well. The crop of, of, of players. And I think this is, I think, a very talented crop of players. I think 2014 and even 2018, it was a mix and mash of really older guys and younger guys. So I'm excited because I'm just looking at the team and at the lineup and what their starting lineup looks like, I'm excited to see what they can do. Look, I'm a, I'm part of the Marco Verratti football club, man. So I'm riding with him because I need because I need him to ball at a tournament so I can use it as one of my narratives. So I would love to just see aha. Let me just see Verratti at his best because again he has like some fitness issues, injury issues, playing with Jorginho and also also a name you need to look out for is Barella. I think Barella is 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 a young kid who could really light things up. If there's a team from this group that you think could surprise the Italians, who do you think it is? Turkey, Wales, or Switzerland? Oh, Turkey. I believe that. Let's look at this at a macro level. I think football is changing. 
I think the past decade is the best attacking we've ever seen in the history of football. I think the last decade we saw the most goals scored and we just saw like defending gets completely ransacked and we just saw like attack take to the next level. I think towards the tail end of that decade and I think maybe the past this decade, I think we're seeing pragmatism come through. So you look at what Villarreal did, look at what Chelsea did. Pragmatic approach that they won. So I was talking to a Turkish guy and he said, we play like two banks of four. We are super defensive. We give teams possession and we counterattack and we break through Under Chalanoglu with Yilmaz at the very top. And he's, and they've, I think they said they beat France twice. France were unable to break them down. And I think that if they come with that mindset of we'll give you possession, you have to break us down and we're not going to counter. I think that is a statistic and a tactic that could be that could win this Euros. So I think whoever is the most pragmatic, I think, wins this tournament. I look at Wales and I think if you guys actually had a real manager, <laughs> maybe y'all could do something. But it's I think it's still Ryan Giggs. I know he's in he's, he's been in hot water lately, but I'm pretty sure it's still Ryan Giggs. I think we'd know. But you know, you look at you know Gareth Bale, Aaron Ramsey, Daniel James. I know Ethan Ampadu just because of the Chelsea link. Mm. Think, 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 think. Harry Wilson, the uh, Liverpool player, but he he was on loan with Swansea last season and or two seasons ago. And I forget where he was on loan again. But yeah, like I feel like they have players who you would think like on a good day they could cause trouble. Ooh, this this would be the this would be the the a better question rather than who who could challenge the first. Who's gonna miss out? Because one team from each group is not gonna make it. Mm. <laughs> so who's the team from this group or the nation from this group that doesn't make it? That Wales. doesn't even get into the table. Wales, not Switzerland. Wales, I th- Switzerland are always a, a solid team. You know and what? I've... Okay, okay. We we need to write this down. All right. So who's winning Group A? I think we're both going to say Italy, right? I don't. I'm not sure. But you I'm can say Italy, Italy, but I'm not sure. But you, but you can put Italy down. I'll go Daniel. I'll go HH. And the winner will get some talking tactics bonus points, oh. whatever those are worth. <laughs> A, B, C, D, E, F. I'm saying Italy are finishing top, and I'm putting Switzerland on the bottom. So you're going Italy and Wales. Hmm. You guys can play this game at home. And uh, by the end of the, what, two weeks or so, we will tally up the scores. Yeah, I think I trust Switzerland less than I do Wales. So that's the only reason why. And I have no great logic for this. But Switzerland are a team led by who? Jaka Shakiri. <laughs> But they're We're just a solid team. That they're, they're always a, a, a true story. And I think Wales have gone past like their high points, which of course was that Euro 2016. And also Bale, I don't think Bale is the same. Bale, Ramsey, these guys are not what they used to be. And if you tell me that Daniel James is now the main star, I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> right. Also, I don't have hope loves Jan Sommer. So <laughs> he's not going to go against Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, but, but my thing though is that, look, look, he's it depends. If if beast mode can come through, that could that could be something. The Gareth Bale I saw for Spurs should get you through, because he'll get two goals in three games, and that will probably be enough in games that are always nil nil one nil two one. That'll be enough. So, provided you know there's no stupid red cards, but that goes for any game. All right, Group B: Denmark, Finland, Belgium, and Russia. Okay, this is obviously Belgium's group. So what I have written down here for Belgium, is time running out on Lukaku, Hazard, and De Bruyne? So the obvious answer is yes. Mm. Um, How much longer do they have? I feel that they missed... They missed... 2018, I think, was the moment. Because that's when everybody was on point. Hazard was on point. Lukaku was on point. I mean, like, it's weird, though. It's like... On one hand, I say everybody was on point in 2018, but you look at this year now, Hazard has just gone off the map. Lukaku's had his best ever season. 
you know, like Lukaku in 2018 isn't Lukaku in 2021. Mm. Carrasco, I think, has had an amazing season for Atletico and was crucial for them winning. So you look at the Bruyne, who I think has had an up or down season. I don't care about that PFA nonsense award. Hazard has been non-existent. But then you've seen Lukaku and Carrasco have had amazing seasons. So if Belgium can somehow find that from Eden, then Belgium can do something. But I think if they don't, if 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 you don't have Zad, Belgium can't win this trophy. Because I, you can't you, you, you can't rely on Dr. Bruyne as as has been proven. So there was a stage in 12, 14, maybe even 16, where it's the golden generation just getting to a semifinal. If we can get to a final, that's great. Winning third place, that's an accomplishment. If we look at the players who've come behind them, you realize that this is Belgium, like the golden generation is actually accurate. That once those players go, I don't think there's others in the in the pipeline who are going to carry this thing forward. This is like your one chance in maybe twenty years <laughs> to, to to get something done. So just being there. And making them like it's not good enough. Like you guys need to win if you want to make something of your international career. So I think this year and next year, this is it. As Michael Jackson might say, Michael this is Joseph it. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He never got to go on tour, man. It I looked bought like it was tickets. Be a great tour, bro. I bought those tickets. I I still have them. Damn, man. Like like what's it called? I remember. We up super early, and I was refreshing, refresh, 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 and I got them for the next year, February, because it was supposed to be July, but because everything was booked up, I got them for February the following year for me and, and my sister and my brothers, and I still have them. It's crazy, man. But the documentary made it look like it was going to be real good. Like Mike was back, <laughs> he was singing well, good, he well, was dancing it'll, good. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll, 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 it'll been it'll been a crazy summer, man. It'll been a crazy summer. Uh, anyway, yeah. Whenever I say that, I get sad. But all right, um, yeah. But this is this is their last chance. Well, this year and next year, I would say. I can't project to what twenty twenty four. Nah. <laughs> But 2021, 2022, y'all would have been all right. The sad, maybe the good part for them is the pandemic in some odd way. Because mm. Hazard, I think, would have been worse last summer. Lukaku has definitely improved, and De Bruyne has kind of maintained his level. So De Bruyne has more backup than he would have had last year. Carrasco as well. I think they're going to win the group. No, 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 no. The, the, the talent is there for these dudes. Like they have to make a final. Yeah, look, no, at look. Least. They are good enough. If you look man for man, individual for them to to say what's up. But I'm sorry, the insult him all he wants. Hazard is needed. He is that man called has Eden. Hazard is needed. So, all right, who's who's going to challenge them? Who's in second? Do you think? I think I'm going to go with Denmark. Oh yeah, well, for sure. Oh no, no. Of, of course, yeah, obviously, yeah. Like Denmark and, are good. Um. So who's your? Who's not? Who's not making it? Well, what are the other two teams? Russia and Finland. I think this could be a group where both Russia and Finland don't qualify for the next round. I'm going Finland to bottom it. Pookie. <laughs> the return of Pookie. I I can't bet against Pookie. I'm not betting against Putin. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but it's also the home soil. Because it was a home soil, Putin could could there could, no, there know. are games in Russia. There's a there's at least a, a group in St. Petersburg. Yeah, but I don't think Russia are playing there, but it's not held in Russia. It's not a it's not like a, a Russia thing. So I don't think Putin's influence can go. So that you far. you got Pookie, I got Putin. We'll see. Yeah, yeah I, I got Pookie, man. Pookie. All right. So agent, you're going with Russia on the bottom. Did you know Uh-oh. Alexander Pushkin, his great-grandfather, was Ethiopian? Who is who is Alexander Pushkin? He, I guess they call him the father or the, or the grandfather of Russian literature. Oh, okay. He's black. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Fun fact that you learn in English class, I guess. Africa um, is everywhere, man. Everywhere. So that's Group B. Group C. I have written down 770. That's my code for Frank DeBoer. 
<laughs> seven matches, seven defeats, zero, zero goals. goals. So seven seventy. Um, can we can we just keep it real? Can, can we just be real here? Can I list the teams? Can I list the nations first? So Group C has Netherlands, Ukraine, Austria, and North Macedonia. Can I now be real? You can now be real. White privilege. Speak on it. The boy is benefiting from white privilege. I don't know how people don't want to hear it, people don't want to say so forth, but it is what it is because this guy is so bad and so crap that in a regular world, he'd be sacked. And what makes us crazy is Clarence Sadoff didn't do that badly as man, and he was he was all right. And he was he was threatened, and Sadoff actually made a comment saying that man, I hardly got any offers. Deboa has proven to be garbage. Mm-hmm. He was he was garbage in the MLS, he was horrendous for Crystal Palace. Like his track record shows that how how crappy is. Sadov, from what little we have, has been all right. So why would you go for a guy who is known to be crap, than a guy who was actually pretty decent? And Sadov is just one name. There are several other other names. So Jimmy Floyd, Jimmy Floyd, Jimmy Floyd, who one hundred percent did better as a manager than seven matches, seven losses, zero goals. No, I'm I'm looking up his record with Burton Albion this season. Mm. He's won. 13 out of 24 games, lost six, drew five. That's better than 770. <laughs> and in his first stint with Burton Albion, he, he played 54 games, won 33, drew 11, lost 10. So obviously he went to Queens Park Rangers, but nobody's going to succeed there. Hmm. I don't know what North Northampton Town is. He didn't do well there. But his, his time at Burton Albion, you would look at it and think, I mean, it's better than <laughs> seven seven. Yo, Mourinho is so cruel. <laughs> but he's right. Because... I would have never known unless you know you. And and, and 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 like, what was his final by? So like, um, like also about you know about Rashford, where like he, he would learn how to lose. He learned how to lose. <laughs> how to lose yeah. But he's right. It sounds harsh, but it's actually right. <laughs> It's you know that Cat right. Williams, you know that Cat Williams thing where it's like you shouldn't have been talking shit. <laughs> that was basically the bore, bro. You shouldn't no, no, have been look, talking man, shit. I mean, I really believe that Netherlands could finish bottom of this group. I think no, I'm not, I'm not going that far. There's a strong. They're not coming. I think at best they're coming third. I if it's left, coming first if it's left to the ancestors, then probably. But I don't think they're going to have the final say because you, you know Zwarte Pete. Who? Santa's little sidekick. In, oh, is that where they, they wear blackface and all that kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, with the wigs and all that. Um, they, like, everybody gets a blackface and... Ooh. Oh, sounds fun. Nah, shout out to all the Netherlands listeners and shit, but nah, that's some wild shit. If, if, if you listen to our podcast and you do that, chill, stop, okay? Chill with your blackface. It's, it's, it's not a good look. I would love North Macedonia to top the group, but that's not... That'd be happen. great. Shout out to Alexander the Great, I guess. Was he great? This is the thing about this is this is the thing about international tournaments that I like, Grant. (laughs) All the biases I have about particular countries, (laughs) you can now talk about it. (laughs) Ukraine, well, North Macedonia. So, like their main figure in their country, at least Macedonia. I don't know if North Macedonia is different than Macedonia, but I'm gonna assume it's the same thing. Is Alexander the Great? But who (laughs) called him the Great? Everybody or just him? And then everybody just had to like go along with it. Ivan the Terrible. Who named him Terrible? Hmm. Some dude. Oh, oh, oh. It just basically, I think it's, it will just catch on. Like maybe one guy in one town says it, then it, it, it just starts to catch on. Look, know? if you if you go around, I am Have Hope the Great, and people start calling you Have Hope the Great. <laughs> 200 years from now, somebody was like, what made HH great? I, we couldn't ask the question is what I'm saying. I don't want to play chalk. In an, American context, in an American context, going with chalk means you just take the favorite in each group. Here there's like a, an NCAA basketball tournament and all the teams are ranked like 1 through 16. Mm-hmm. And there's four groups of 1 through 16. If by the end we get to the final four and you've picked number one seed, number one seed, number one seed, number one seed, you've gone with chalk is what they say, because you're just picking the best teams in the group. And generally that doesn't happen because somewhere along the way, one of the other teams comes in and knocks them out. Speaking of knockouts, we need to discuss Floyd, Logan Paul. Oh, on, yeah, on the extra. Extra, on the yeah, extra, extra. extra. Um, 
So I don't want to just go, you know, the best team will win every group because that probably won't happen. Mm. I think Netherlands is going to finish second behind one of these three. I don't know who to pick, though. Who who are you going with to top a group? Because I will pick the opposite of North Macedonia. (laughs) Um, Ukraine are going to top the group. So I'm going to say Austria. I I think I'm going to say Ukraine top the group. North Macedonia comes second, and it's going to be a battle of fourth between Austria and Netherlands. Pick you got to pick, man. Oh, ne- ne- Netherlands are, are bottom, Ukraine are top. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going North Macedonia on the bottom just because it, 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 I can't see any other way. Although they did beat Germany in, not, in the not too distant past. Oh, it was as I went to when I said, What's up? Let's not talk about him. No. Until later. Um, all right, Group D, main storyline. Is Southgate the right man for England? In this group, we have England, Croatia, Scotland, and the Czech Republic. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, I mm. think Croatia is topping this group. <sighs> See, I'm not sure. Because I think that Mandzukic is a big loss for Croatia. It is a big loss. Croatia, I think they are the most experienced. I think they're technically the best in the group. You know, and I think if they can play their game, they should top the group. But I, I don't know. If we go by how things roll, England should come second and Croatia yep. could, could come top. But something just tells us that England are probably going to top the group. Although, do England want to top the group if we now look at what they could face in the next round? Or does the winner of this group play second Run, place group run, F? Yeah, yeah runners up in group F. So who are you going to top the group? Who are you going to bottom it? I'm sticking with England to top the group and okay. bottom. I'm going to say Czech I've Republic. Said, Czech. I've said Scotland. Is Southgate the right guy for England? No. The worst thing that happened to England was making the World Cup semis. Wasn't that happened? Because when that happened, you you couldn't not back him, mm. even though it was on a weird thing. And he's now in charge of what I think is one of the most talented attacking. Um, teams that England have ever had defensively is dodgy. It's Midfield England is name? trash. No, nah, it's 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 not it's 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 not good. But the attack is super good. So the idea is just get the ball to the attack as quickly as possible. But for Croatia, it's like look, Modric is like what thirty five or something. Um, obviously you have Kovacic. I think Rakitic might might still be there. You've got what's the name? Is it Kamaric? The the striker dude. Um, Ooh, it might be. There's an easy way to do this, man. Google will tell us. Well, no, um, UEFA.com. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Kramerich. Kramerich. The Leicester. Kramerich. Once upon a time. If it was the third game or the second game, mm. maybe I'd give England a chance. Like the, the jitters are gone. But this is like the first game of the group. You don't think Kovacic and Modric are just going to control yeah, them? Yeah, like, like that. I Croatia are just going to completely control them, man. So, Rebic. Kamrich and the other guys I don't know. Osasuna, Wolfsburg, Zagreb. I'm not I'm not quite sure, but yeah. Midfield is too good. Who would be your ideal England manager? Ari Redknapp. You don't think he's a bit long in the tooth? Mm-mm. He's the right man. He's the right man. Because for me, I, I always believe that you should always have a manager that comes from your country. Like a World Cup has never been won by a foreign manager of a team. The manager has always been from that country in a World Cup, you know, and very rarely has like a foreign manager won like even like a Euro or a, a thing from a country. So 90, 95% of the time, the team that wins that international trophy, national trophy, is the, the coaches is from that same country. So keep it from England. And I think Harry Hereda is the, is the guy, you know. How old is Harry Redknapp? He'll he'll, he'll be getting on, man. He'll be getting on. Harry Redknapp is 74 years old. He should have been manager like when they picked Allardyce. So he should be manager like years, years ago. If you're talking now, Eddie Howe will be all right. Eddie Howe will be all right. Chris Wilder, perhaps? Yeah. Maybe he bricked it with that last season at at Mm. Sheffield. I don't know about that. Um, Sheffield United? Hmm. I mean, there is that but i dare not say 
<laughs> it starts with F. F. Ends in homeboy. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Gerard, you think they'd let Gerard manage the national? Oh, team? eventually, but not, but not now. But yeah, John if Terry. he keeps name there, look, all those dudes, Terry, Gerard, if they end their straps, why not? Yeah. Group E: Spain, Sweden, Poland, and Slovakia. Half hope mentioned that there were no Madrid players for Spain. Mm-mm. Also, Busquets has COVID. So I don't know what that means, that your captain has COVID and there's no Ramos. So who's the leader of this team for like the first game if Busquets can't play? Uh, Busquets isn't really a leader. I mean, if Koke is still there, Koke... He's your captain. Koke, so your captain's not a leader and that's the problem. Uh, well, uh, well, Bu- Bu- Busquets, like, look, that's, it's not a big deal. What, Koke what, can, what if he can't play for the rest of the tournament because he has COVID? So... So it's not that big a loss. <laughs> Listen, th- this is in this is in 2010 or 2011. This is 2021. <laughs> Busquets ain't it in 2021, man. No, look, as, look. This is straightforward. I mean, I think Spain topped the group. Spain, I think, can surprise a lot of people of, of people because they've been very good in the friendlies. Slovakia, I think, are finishing bottom. <laughs> and it's gonna be look because this Isaac kid is pretty good from real so so theater that Sweden have. And I think it's a it's a blessing in disguise that Ibrahimovic was injured because I think Ibrahimovic would have ha- would have hampered the the, the the team. So I think Sweden finished second. I think Poland have to now hope that third place takes him through. How effective can Lewandowski be? It's difficult, man. You don't you don't have Goretzka, Gnabry, the support system, and I've seen him a lot for 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 Poland. It's 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 difficult. It's it's, it's difficult, man. Because I they... could in my mind I could see. Because Poland plays Slovakia first. So that should be a win for them. And I can also see Sweden getting a result against Spain. So if that happens, Poland are top of the group. And then they have Spain in their next game. And they end with Sweden. I think I'm going to say Poland top of the group. Spain finish second. Are you are you on drugs? How the hell do you... <laughs> how? <laughs> Just like I said, I don't want to pick the best team in every group. So... Oh, so... The... Because you just want, so you're just then saying, oh, just variance, just variance. Like, if of course, if you go with the footballing logic, then we just pick Italy, Belgium, Netherlands, Croatia, probably over England. Most people, no, 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 but Sweden and France. But what's the fun in that? Like, even if no, even if you use for, I told you, I'm not committed to saying Italy topped our group. I think Turkey could, could top the group. And I think if you want to push me, I'll say, screw it. I think Turkey top. That's group in group group A. If you want footballing law logic, but there is no footballing logic that states how Spain wouldn't stop this group because when you look at the three other teams, I'm Poland, telling you, I think Sweden is good enough to get a result against Spain. If they do that, then it's either it's probably three one one zero with Poland on top. Then all they have to do is draw and win. If they can get a draw against Spain in the second game, then that's four two and let's. Sweden probably beat Slovakia. Logistically, just the way that the matches go, I could see Poland holding on to being top of the group because that's where they'll start. If I'm correct and Sweden beat Spain, if Spain beat Sweden and it's 3-3-0-0, if Spain beat Poland in the second game, then obviously they, they take it. Group F, Hungary, Portugal, France, Germany. You want to just start with Hungary? What do we know about Hungary? They, they like to eat. Okay. <laughs> um, they were very good in the last Euros, and I think even when they lost to Belgium, I think they gave Belgium a game. So I was actually very impressed with them. Obviously, I don't know why why they didn't qualify for the World Cup, but I was really impressed by what what they did at the Euros. You know, so all I know is just you know impressive team. So I don't know how much of that team is still evidence and still around for these Euros mm-hmm. now. So. Let's let's do these storylines. So let's start with Portugal. They are the holders. What are their odds on repeating? Do you think that they can repeat or maintain, retain their chip? I think Portugal are underdog merchants. And I think that them having the favorites tag, I don't think Fernando Santos will like that. So I think that could work against them. Now, they will make it through the group. Um, 
Although in a in a weird alternate world, I'm popping bottles to Cristiano finishing bottom, but that's like a, in a weird alternative realm. So I don't know, man. This is the weird thing: is that that Portugal team that won it last time? Mm. If you look at the components, you wouldn't think that team wins as compared to this one, where you could look at it and see, yeah, I see the pieces to where you can win a Euro. You so my thing I mean? is that. Can they deal with the pressure of having one of the strongest teams? That's the thing, because they have an extremely strong team, a super strong team. Like the options they have in almost every position, even in midfield, is amazing. So mm-hmm. for for Santos is you have to the, the the beauty is you have so many options. The difficulty is you know you know it's going to be harder to, to pick the right team. Yep. Twenty sixteen, the team picks itself. Now you need to really think. Okay, do I go with Bruno or Felix? Do I go with um, but um, Bernardo Silva or Jota? Do I go with Cristiano as striker or Andre Silva as as striker? Do I go with Danilo or William Cocavalli? Do I go with Ruben Neves? Or there's so many options, you know. France, let's talk about it. Benzema's back. Karim Benzema, but does he start? This is all does, I've wanted. What does Deschamps do? Do you think did Deschamps just says Ah, psych? He benches him and still starts zero. Why even create that baggage, that drama, those questions? He, if he's coming, he must be coming to play. Oh, oh no! But also, have you heard like they said that him, he's purposefully put him and Giroud at uh, the same uh, eating table, t- yeah, t- table. So, no beef, man. How many? Love, I mean, no. I war. don't think I don't think Giroud would be that salty with the comments. Because oh, no, 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 apparently he said like they will go. Giroud go, would look go deep party. into his soul and understand. He's right. No, but, like, but I think they said that um, at the end of the season, well, apparently Giroud said that at the end of the, the tournament, him and Benzema will go go karting. <laughs> <laughs> so, so look, I, I think I think Giroud's like, yeah, effort, man. You know, it's, it's just a it's good bar. Deep. I mean, like I, people are making a lot out of it. It's just a good bar. I just don't compare F one to a go kart. <laughs> it's, just a, well, it's a good boy and and you have to think in Benzema's mind he was already resigned to the fact that I'm never getting back in the team so I can basically mm-hmm. say what I want to say I don't think he ever saw the ramification of yo I'm gonna say this and then we're gonna be in the same team because he was just like it's not happening for me so let me just let the bars out but then he mm-hmm. played so well he forced himself back into the Deschamps thinking it, this, this is all I've wanted just to see Mbappe, Dembele, Griezmann, Benzema, Pogba, just to see those guys link up. Like, and I don't think there's any player that's gone in the past six years, maybe, that I've missed or that we've missed the link up with. Can you think of anybody who's not in the French team that you would have wanted to see play with Benzema? Not really, no. Nah, they're all there. So this is this is all I've wanted. The only thing that we've that we've missed is time. No, 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 no. As I said, again, look, it's it's because I again was resented the fact that okay, we're never gonna happen. get a Benzema playing with Mbappe, Pogba, Griezmann, and so forth. But here's the thing that it's like to quote Juju man, it can't be that easy. <laughs> Where they're the best team, they they it is easily not it's not even close. It's easily the best team on paper. Paper, yeah. So it's like. They'll just beat everybody, but it's it can't can be that easy. Be that easy. It can't be that easy. It can't. It can. It, nah. it might not be, but it can be that easy. Nah, football doesn't work like that, man. Because that that's what they said in 06 about Brazil. If you look at the state of that Brazil team in 06, it was it was cheating. But again, Miami Heat, if you saw what that Miami Heat team looked like, but Maverick said, what's up? So the worry the worry with this group, I would say, is and we'll get to Germany in a bit, but if France lose to Germany, which is possible, they have to beat Hungary. But three points might not be good enough. Like obviously I think they'll all qualify because I think they'll all just get three points from Hungary. Mm. But is three points good enough? Because that puts you in the third place of group F, which will put you against a winner of somebody else. Like getting mm. three points isn't good enough. Like you need four at least. Oh no! no so, yeah, I mean, so that the last game where Germany beats Hungary, probably like <laughs> three nil, four one, something like that. But Portugal play France. The winner of that is the favorite for the tournament. 
because they avoid being the third place qualifier. Even though Portugal won last time as the third place qualifier. For, for, for me, I think, look, whatever happens, this French team is, they are the most talented, you know. I wanted, I wanted to see when the referee blows the whistle, let's go. Because football isn't played on podcasts, talks, Twitter, and, and so forth. Once the referee blows, okay, now, how is this team in tournament mode with Benzema? Mm-hmm. In a, so, so that'll be the real test. Germany. Mm-hmm. Lowe's last tournament before yes. it's handed off, we think, to Flick. Flick, the ball sniffer. <laughs> and I don't actually think he sniffed his balls. I think what happened is that he tried to talk in his shirts. Then for some reason, he then sniffed his finger. It's like, so it just looks No, no, no. Have hope. There's like a, there's a, there's a real, like, this is a habitual thing that he does. What? He does this repeatedly. It's not just like a one-time incident. Well, stick his hand down his trousers and sniff his finger. There's like multiple evidences of this. Like it's it's something he does. Like I guess he's just curious. Like, do I stink? Wait, wait, did, wait, did you say multiple evidences or, or evidence? Evidences. What is that? It's, it's just there's multiple evidence. Evidence is, is a plural as well. It's those not evidences. <laughs> oh, you know what? Evidences. No, it's evidence. Evidence is the singular and unpopular. Third person present evidences. I couldn't Be or it. shown evidence of. Evidence is singular and plural, Jerry. Contain the evidence of things. What about evidences? What kind of nonsense is that, man? <laughs> it's a word, bro. That's wrong. But argue with Oxford, bro. Yeah, man, screw Oxford, man. They don't know what they're talking about. So, Germany. Or Alemagni. It's it's a very good midfield defense, is uh, but we can't ignore the pink peacock in the room. Which is he's blonde mm-hmm. and he runs fast. He's gonna start, not Kevin Voland. But I wonder how much Yogi Love has been looking at Chelsea. And I wonder if Yogi Love says, What if I had Havertz as striker, Molen the number ten, Sane and Genabri? On either flanks, and of course, you've, you've got Musiala waiting in, in the wings to come and give you something different. He may try that because Havertz has to, to play. And like, where do you play Havertz? Because Havertz has to either be the striker or the normal number 10. Because you can't not play Havertz. So, my thing is, couldn't he do it's going to be four to three one, you know, Ilkay Gunahan or Tony Cruz with um, Joshua Kimmich in the midfield and then three across? Could he do a Christmas tree? Four three two one, and you have your four defenders, the three in midfield you mentioned, Havertz and Muller behind Werner with Muller in a free roll, basically. So, you, so you're not going to start Janabri? I'm thinking if you want Timo in the team, that's the only way. You no, no, but, but I'm thinking about you. What is your best team? Your best eleven? Oh no, his his best eleven doesn't. His best squad doesn't have Werner in it. So that he's there, I'm thinking he's he might want to play him. Obviously, the best team is just four three three. Hmm. The real danger that Germany have is that they don't have a DM. They don't have a DM. And They're going to have eighty percent of the ball, though. Especially France is going to give them the ball. Hungary is going to give them the ball. Portugal the, are going to be. You need a DM. You need a DM. You need a DM. Even more so when you have a, even more so when you have possession, you need a DM, because as City saw, once Chelsea broke, they were screwed. Because if you have possession, that means you're going to go up. You're going to press high. Then mm-hmm. if you lose the ball in a bad position and the team is cutting in transition I, you, need, you need the GM to cut it off. to be smart enough to like know where to be oh, no, no 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 you you need a, an expert in knowing how to snuff out those passes Kimmich and Cruzot have the defensive mindsets of a guy who is a DM who that's their oh, no, I agree but you know so, so, so no, 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 no. they team. can cope but it's something it's, it will be an issue so therefore the defenders have to be a bit more streetwise and savvy to know when to press and come up high and intercept. So Figuring out Germany's team is actually difficult. I don't know what that would do. I mean, it's a good problem to have. Like, all the pieces, mm. like, they could fit if you want them to. But it's just, what's the right combination? I don't know if Havertz and Werner start. But if I want to get one in, then I have to sacrifice probably Sané. I, I like Sané as a last 30-minute of the game option more than I like Napri. Trusting, trusting, trust. No, no, look, I mean... But then again, you have Werner as that option of just Werner go be fast. 
He's yeah, he's an option off the bench, bro. So but see, Werner is it depends who I play. I'm not playing Werner against Hungary. I'm not playing Werner yeah. against Portugal. But I'm I'll I'll probably play Werner against France. This would all be easier if they had like an actual striker. <laughs> if you gave me like a Gomez or a closer, then all right, we can piece this together. But I actually I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, who do you think tops the group? So this one's not easy. I've got to stick with France. You're gonna go with, with France. France. I going with my Poland logic. What, I'm Portugal? gonna say Portugal top of the group because I think Portugal are get the, yeah. gonna get the early three points. They don't play France until the last game. And I could see Portugal doing something to Germany, at least getting a point. So I could see a situation. Ah, but then the last game, France would have to win it to avoid third place. I'm gonna go. I'll, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with Portugal top of the group. I think Germany are gonna end up as the third place team, and like unfortunately, Hungary are gonna finish last. But you know, they don't really deserve it. <laughs> I mean, all we, if you took out one of these teams and swap them with maybe North Macedonia or Austria, it's a balanced. Mm. Group stage, but yeah, yeah, no, no, it's it's very top heavy, man. That group is top heavy. What what does the Euros mean to you? Um, and I asked, and I asked this before we get into who do you think will win it. Do you put the Euros on a level that's greater than an Afcon? Is it greater than Copa America, or are they all kind of even? You know, for me, if I was going to do like a grading for me, I love international tournaments more than anything. Mm-hmm. So any international tournaments for me will go beyond be, before the Champions League, and never then trickles down because I just love because I like traveling. I love cultures, I love languages and different traditions. I just like an international thing. I'm like, oh, this country gets this country is going. Oh, that's interesting. So World Cup is always paramount. That's obviously the great. Then Afcon, Copa America, Asia Cup, um, Euros. Exactly the same, you know, because like, oh, these are the best countries in this region, best countries in this region. So it's like it's yeah, it's it's something that it's it's literally just under a World Cup. So it's just under the World Cup, but it's the same as Afcon, Copa America, and Asia. Like, see, Asia Cup is weird because the timings are so wild, so it's yeah. impossible to to watch. But Copa America, I can sort of watch it. And of course, Afcon is, you know. Hundred percent. So yeah, it's like this is the exact same as Afcon and Copa. Is it America. your favorite continental tournament? Because it's the best. It's, it's for, no, no, no. For me, the, the best in, in terms of football is Copa America. My personal favorite is of course Afcon. Euros is dicey. See, for me, the best one of the best terms I've ever seen, just in terms of quality, was Euro two thousand. Like Euro two thousand was an amazing. Tournament. Like I'm like the matches, the football, the moments, the individuals. That was uh, was amazing. But then Euro 2012 wasn't great. Euro 08 wasn't that great, and Euro 2016 was only good in the knockouts. Like in the, in the knockouts was when Euro 2016 really be, became be, 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 became good, and then the final was just so. Yeah, Euro 2016 was alright, but 12 always was not so. So Euro can be up and down. Whereas that Copa America is very consistent. In it's just always vibrant quality with great matches, nice aggression, nice physicality, and good individual skill. You know, and like Afghan is just the the um, atmosphere and, and the aura. So, but it always matters though, because you can see how much guys care, and I think it's, it's dependent on the country though. Because I would generally say, oh no, no, guys, you can see how much passion guys have playing for their country than they do the club. But it depends though. I think Italy are guys who know these guys, you have to kill them to beat them. Because these guys will go all out for that shit, you know. So a lot more so than they'll do for like a a club or or anything. So whenever you play Italy, there's just a higher level of passion and and um care that that they have. But yeah, it's it's just interesting looking at just how different traditions and countries interpret football and the sports, you know. So I, I popped this all into a calculator. Belgium are going to beat Sweden. Italy are going to beat the Netherlands. Portugal are going to beat Turkey. England are going to beat Spain. 
Poland against Ukraine is a disgusting matchup, but we'll take it. Poland beat Ukraine. France beat Croatia in a rematch of the World Cup final. Uh, Germany beat Austria. And Denmark beat Wales. So then we get Germany, France, Portugal play Belgium. My final is Belgium against France. And my winner is France. We'll go ahead and write that down. Group A, you told me Italy was going to top the group. You said Wales were going to be in the bottom. So, oh no, you said Turkey were going to win, right? You said Turkey mm. were going to top the group. So mm. I'm guessing Italy second, Switzerland must be third, Wales bottom. You had Belgium to top the group. You had Russia on the bottom. So I'm assuming Denmark, Finland, Russia is your. Mm. So then you said Ukraine. Mm. Who was second? North Macedonia, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Austria, Netherlands mm. on the bottom. England. I'm going to assume England, Croatia, Scotland, Czech Republic. Then Spain you had on top. Did, did you have Poland second or Sweden? Sweden. Sweden, Poland, Slovakia. And then France top, Hungary bottom. Who did you have? Um, who did you have second? Portugal, Germany, Germany. Hungary. All right, we need your four four of your best place teams. I'm going to assume that you have Germany as one, Poland, um, Switzerland, Switzerland. So we need two between Finland, Austria, Scotland, and Poland. Austria and Poland. Austria and Poland. All right, this is Have Hopes round of sixteen. Belgium against Poland. Who you got? Belgium. Turkey, no, North Macedonia. Turkey. <laughs> France, Switzerland. France. Croatia, Sweden. Croatia. So we have that same matchup. Spain, Austria. Spain. England, Portugal. Portugal. <laughs> Dale. Ukraine against Germany. Ooh, he's thinking about it. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ukraine. Wow. And Italy against Denmark. Italy. Okay. All right. So we're in the we're in the quarters. Belgium, Turkey. Oof. Damn. I'm going to say Turkey. Oh, wow. Okay. France, Croatia. France. Um, Spain against Portugal. <clears throat> Portugal. Ukraine, Italy. Italy. You're thinking a lot with the Ukraine games. Do you you have a soft spot for Ukraine? No, no, no. I, I, I think they, they, they're they going to be strong. They're going to be strong. Turkey against France. France. Portugal, Italy. Italy. <laughs> And the final that you have is France or Italy. Yeah, France. We we got to the same spot, but we took a different route. So France, it's the logical conclusion. It's not going to happen. Just because no, no, no. That's what, it, it's not going to happen. You know, it's it's too logical. Is the Copa America even going to happen? Are we sure about this? Nope. Like we're not sure. Like that's that's why I've not even done a preview yet because I just have a question mark next to it. Like I was going to start. Because I know, like the way they do their groups is weird. Ten teams, mm. two groups, something like that. No, no, no. But like as I said again, until there is confirm a full confirmation. Yeah, we don't know. All we right. Don't know, you know. So let's run through these topical stories if we can in like under ten minutes. Erling Haaland to Chelsea. Mm. I've been seeing some things today about you know Chelsea. are going to put in a hundred and seventy million pound bid and get Erling Haaland and. Some guy on ESPN FC is like, who's Norwegian? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, he's like, no, nah, it's gonna happen. It could happen. Chelsea need it or need him. Huge. Like, if Chelsea can get, and I, my thing with Holland is like, if he sings Sancho go, he's like, all right, okay, this is over. See, if Sancho stayed, I think Holland stays. The fact that Sancho seems to be heading out, he's like, look, all right, it's. I think it's now that that I leave. If Holland so, pushes for a move. He becomes more available. If Haaland doesn't push for the move, then Dortmund can ask for any price they want because it's it's an asset you're trying to make available. <clears throat> if Haaland says, or he doesn't have to say it publicly, but if he goes to them and like, look, I want to go, I think he could get the price down 20, 30 million. Because I've had 154. That's the price I've had. 154. So if 154 becomes 120, I mean, that's Coutinho money. It's probably worth it for Chelsea. 
does the does, does the price tag weigh heavily on him and is does he fall into the Chelsea striker cost? Of all the players that Chelsea have spent big money on, mm. his mentality, at least from the outside looking in, fits the big price tag. But you are the Bundesliga tax merchants then. So do you because I feel that the Bundesliga tax definitely applied to Werner, oh, no. Andre Silva, and Jovic. But I think him and the Bundesliga tax are... applies to everyone who plays in that league that scores goals. But his clip is at such a good rate that even if you do take the taxes from it, it's still going to be respectable. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like if you score yeah. a goal a game in Bundesliga, if you go to the Premier League, you're not going to score a goal a game in the Premier League. Maybe you could in La Liga based on how they play football, but you're not going to do that in another league, Serie A. You're mm. not going to do that. But two goals every three, and that's the tax, like a 33% tax or whatever it is. So, but it's more so, <laughs> it's more so. If you look at Morata's mentality, it's not that great. Mm. If you look at Torres's mentality, it, it could go one way or the other. But Haaland has something in him that just seems like he's built for it. I think he would enjoy or he would relish the price tag rather than it be a weight. He'd be like, nah, I am the best. I should cost the most. And let me show you why. And then he'd go out and play like it. So he he comes from the Cristiano Ronaldo mode or mold. On a, on a, on a like self-confidence, self this is probably sure. the most important, probably one of the most important assets for a striker. Those points where you are in a rut or you're going out of form, you need to keep believing in yourself. Because once you start believing in yourself and you start to second guess things, that's when you just get screwed up as a striker. Yeah. You know? So, um, two more transfer stories. Sancho to United seems like it's it's hot. So hot. Uh, it might happen. It's going to happen tomorrow just because of when we do the pocket. But um, <laughs> I think, it is it 80 million? Somewhere around there? Mm. That's um, Sancho to United... See, good move, I'm, bad I'm, move. Trying, I'm trying to understand the logic of it. Okay, if let's say you look at Chelsea, it's like, how oh, that's a better chance to win trophies, but then do you start? Now, if you go to United, you're only really battling with Greenwood for that position because mm-hmm. Daniel James will be down the pecking order, would be like a, a plan B. But if you're going to United and you're going under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, how likely are you to win any trophies with Solskjaer there? You know? I think if you're a player, you don't look at the manager as serious as we do. Sancho's 20. He's going to think, man, I have 13, 14 years left of my career. You really think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is going to be there that long? Probably not. Those two, so is, three could is, perhaps is derail your career. Those two. So, so you, you could, yeah, I can't feel it, but two, three bad years could really affect your confidence, how you view yourself for the rest of your career. I mean, that's true, but is it worth not going to United now and staying here? Maybe Dort- he looks at staying at Dortmund isn't a good career move either because I'm not I'm not going to win anything here. Maybe I, a cup. When, 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 else did, when, else did, <laughs> when else did United win a trophy? He would look at himself as being part of the solution to getting United there. And that like, that's, is a big call. If United believe, without me are not united with me, and united with me, I think we can do something. That's a big call. And obviously, he's going to look at his—he's going to look at you know Greenwood, Rashford, Martial, Pogba. He's like, hey, we got some, the Vendem over what, what, there. What, what, <laughs> you know, Red Devil came up with a wild, wild statement, and I was like, what? What? Because he was like, which team has the blacks? Which team has the whites? <laughs> <laughs> because I was saying, hey, look, man, what are you coming to Chelsea then? Red Devil said, at United, look at the blacks. At Chelsea, a lot of whites. So Sancho's like, hey, look, man, I think I'll feel more at home moving to United. I just was like, oh, hey, if, look, Chelsea are trying to sell Hudson the Doy, Tammy Abraham, and Ruben off his cheek right now. So he might have a point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yo, I, I, think, I think Abraham was linked in the Haaland story. Like, if Haaland goes, then Dortmund would want or Chelsea would try know. to give Abraham to Dortmund. So. Because, because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to promote my um, mock bar slogan make our Chelsea black again. Do you not know about my MCBA? Make Chelsea black again. Yeah, it was a riff on you know Trump, but oh. <laughs> no, but, but see, I have tweets for years about MCBA. Yeah, no, 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 but it's, 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 it's because we look mock, but like black Chelsea was was Essien, Drogba, Ashley Cole. You have then you have Kalu there. Michael you know, there was a, it was a strong contingent, man. 
What's a Mia not look? We could keep going. Bro, Mikel, Drogba, Maluda, Maluda, Anelka, Essien, Diara, Makalele, Ashley Cole, Basingua. They're black players, bro. Daniel Sturridge came late. Lukaku came late. I'm thinking like between like the 2012 era. Sean Wright Phillips. Bro, Chelsea were black, man. <laughs> MCBA, bro. MCBA. Um, Wijnaldum to PSG. Under the noses of Barcelona. Yeah, man. Barcelona got, they, they got, they, they got served, man. They got served. Do you think that's a good move? And do you think it's a good move for PSG? Why do PSG need him? You have Verratti, you have Danilo, you have Paredes. I mean, you have Idris Gay. Do they need a Vinaldo? Like, is Vinaldo the missing piece that he needed to win the Champions League or to win Ligue 1? I don't know. It would help. I don't know. Yeah, if it, it would help. Piece. But do you need him? See, it's weird because Barcelona need, need him. him. I think they yeah. do need the other player. PSG don't. So this was really like, and for Vinaldo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, look, look for for, for Wijnaldum. He's like uh, cash money, cash money, cash was everything around me. Cream. They said money. PSG almost doubled what Barca were offering. Why? If there's no transfer fee, then Barca were probably offering around 180, 200, probably a week. If PSG came with you know 280, of course I'm going to Paris. Why wouldn't I? Well, well, New apparently story. they said that's Usman Dembele. Signed a pre-contract with Juventus, apparently, and like Barca are saying, mate, if you don't sign a contract extension this summer, and we don't actually, and you, and you don't um, decide on a on a place for you to, so either you sign a contract this summer. If you don't, we must sort out a transfer for you. If if we don't, you could sit in the stands for the rest of the season. Club football is so cutthroat. They're not going to do that. Are you sure? What's the other option? Who are you playing? Oh, they'll they'll, they'll find someone. Trust I mean, me, if, they'll do it. If Fatty was fit, okay. But they'll buy some. Like this, the, 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 the summer is, is still long, and they'll, they'll obviously have another alternative in the attack, and they'll play him. So, Us, you best make your mind up quickly, bro. All right, three more newsy stories rather than transfers. Conte rejects Tottenham. Money. <laughs> well, <laughs> he, was the, scared, the... he was scared Kane would be sold. No, 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 but no, no, the, the explanation that they gave was that, oh, he wanted to bring in his own staff and Tottenham were like, no. <laughs> which, 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 which is weird, but... Because um, there's too much money. And also, see, they didn't make it clear in the release that I saw because the statesman said, oh, there was a disagreement of a winning now project. So was the winning now from Conte or was the winning now from Levy? That's what I want to know. If it was Conte, he was like, okay, do I have assurances that you can bring me a team now to win now? And maybe Liv was like, uh, no, I'm not going to give you all this money for these uh, pieces that you that you believe that that can make our team win now because I don't yeah, I don't have the money. <laughs> you that, don't, makes so. that makes more sense. Messi's contract. Miami, Miami. He's going to be going to Miami in a couple of years. And then after he's done an MLS, he'll come back to Barcelona in a executive or ambassadorial capacity. So after everything, the bureau facts, this and that, blah, 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 this would do it for, it actually stayed at Barcelona. Remember when I said last summer, when this thing was going around, that Barcelona couldn't afford to burn the bridge. The brand of Messi doesn't end when he stops playing. You know how like Michael Jordan has stuff on like PSG shirts. Mm. None of those PSG players were alive watching Jordan play in real time. But the effect that Michael Jordan's brand had after he stopped playing, well, the Wizards counts. But like Michael Jordan in his prime, none of those guys were alive. Or, you know, there are college players that have like Michael Jordan branded on their shirt. Like they never watched him play, not even with Mm. the Wizards. They probably weren't even alive if you were born after 2002. But Jordan's brand lives on and it's good to be connected to that. The the fact that the Chicago Bulls have no connection with Michael Jordan Mm. Is insane. As, That's as wild. So Barcelona now. wouldn't want Messi to think, ah, Barcelona, I don't want anything mm. to do with them because it's too lucrative. So they can't burn the bridge. Mm. No, 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 no. You have a point. You have a point. You have a point, man. You have a point. Do you think it's a good idea to go to Miami? I think it makes a lot of sense. 
supposedly there's, a, there's no great good weather language barrier there. I think they, they speak Spanish there as well. Yep. It's it's cool. And you'll make a lot of money. And I think this guy probably dropped 70 goals a season in that place. <laughs> so <laughs> 70 G's minimum. <laughs> I, I I would think a goal a game. I don't know how many goals they or I don't more. know how many games they play in MLS, but goal a game. The, the guy will be doing hat tricks, doubles, hat tricks, doubles for fun in that place, man. So last thing I wrote down was do you think Diaz deserved the player of the year over Harry Kane? Yes. Do you think it's too easy to give it to the team, the best player on the team that wins it? Unless you do what Salah did, unless an individual did something extraordinary. My thing is how impactful were you for your team? We can't do it just purely on stats. Diaz isn't expected to score double digits of goals or assists. He's not even expected to score any goals or have any assists. So you have to now say, how good was he in this role? And how much did he did, did what he do impact this team? What Diaz did and his impact led City to a Premier League title. Harry Kane, superb season as an individual. But what did, how did what you did impact your team? It really impacted because you, you, you finished trophyless and you finished, what, seventh. Hmm. Salah, okay, I don't think they won anything that season, but you broke the goal-scoring record. You did something historic. So because of that, yeah, you should. Um, he, he does deserve to win it over anyone from the winning team. But my thing is that Diaz, like, no, you, what you did as a defender was a major part of a team winning the league title. Kane, for all those goals and assists, what did Tottenham achieve? Nothing. And they came seventh. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, no more needs to be said. One last thing that I just remembered, and I had to look it up just now. You realize AFCON 2022 was scheduled to start this month, and they changed it. So could you imagine AFCON, Copa, Euro going on all at the same time. So much. Thank goodness that it didn't happen. <laughs> that would have been way too much, man. I don't know. I don't. They they wouldn't think about each other. I don't think. But I don't know how that would have worked logistically in terms of how, how many games can you watch at one time? How much football can you watch in a day? Yeah, no, no. What, that's what that's, would the that's, that's, it's, a, it's a lot. Overload, overload, so, man, overload. It's just like wasn't that wasn't Afcon supposed to be this summer? Because they wanted to change it to a summer tournament. <laughs> so they would stop pulling the European players from their place or just players around the world from their from their teams. But you guys tell us who's gonna win. Yeah, man, it's it's it's, it's we will mean, keep um, records. We see all, all I hope is it's it's exciting, it's fun. Um I hope that COVID doesn't ruin anything. And I hope that they that they that's cope that's Conway Ball use their brains and just move it to the US. Look, the ATL has been open all the way through. Like ATL I don't think have has Recognize that COVID exists. There's all the games in ATL. So, if you follow follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Spotify. If you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe. It's free. Leave a five star review. We'll read on the show. Thank if you're God, on Patreon, check us out. You get access to the Discord, all that good stuff. And there might be some daily Euro Copa coverage, but don't hold us to that. You'll you'll know by Friday. Mm. <laughs> if 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 you get a podcast on Friday, then it's gonna be a daily thing. If you don't, don't get mad at us. We'll see you guys next week. Talking Texas podcast. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football. Indeed. Peace, peace, peace. Peace, peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.